and it's not a big egotistical thing, right. you know, you know, things like that. But you've yeah. got to make uh, when you make yourself your own mental origin and do like that. I think that's that's when you can actually really help other people. That's when you can be in a position to help other people. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Fitness and Friends Podcast. Today we get to chat with one of your favorite members in our gym. Byron. For many of you who don't know Byron, he is the guy that makes everyone laugh every single day. It's really hard to miss him when he's here. Uh, Byron crossfits four to five times per week and he also bikes 10 miles to get here. In this episode, we discuss a ton of things from how he was brought up, his journey in fitness, marathons, traveling, financial growth, financial mistakes, massive takeaways from life. He also talks about handling crisis like the 2008 crash and also the COVID-19 crash as well and so much more. If you guys want to hear more amazing stories from our members or just want more tips on how to optimize health and wellness, make sure to rate, share, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Again, if you know anyone interested in joining our team, please feel free to reach out to us. Our team wants to make a larger impact in Nevada, and we are always looking for more heroes in our team. With that said, hope you guys are staying fit and healthy, and we hope you enjoy the show. Uncensored. We're on right now. We're on right um, now. Okay, yeah, we are on right wow, now. Wow, we're on right now. Yeah, I didn't even uh, get the Joe Rogan countdown. You don't get a Joe Rogan countdown. Hey, buddy, it's good yeah. to see you. Yeah, yep. So uh, this is a long-awaited uh, episode. I really wanted to capture. I was, I, I was like, man, we don't get to talk to Byron for another three months. Okay. And then this thing happens, <laughs> and then you're back. You're you're back with us. It's a perfect so it's, storm. Yeah, it's, it's a small. It's 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 a it's yeah. a blessing for me because I yeah. get to talk to you for once and get you in the episode here before um, your trip. So okay. you just got back from. I just got back from Argentina. Yeah, been and going then, down there, and then they were uh, like, then they pulled the plug, kind of kicked us out of the country. So God, so you're here. Never let a crisis go unused. So okay. let's put it to good use. Yeah, let's so have some yeah, fun. So absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. So with that said, let's start kind of on a little history okay, sure. of um, how you got into CrossFit. Okay. Right? Well, so. it's kind of really easy. I, I was never an athlete, but uh, I knew being fit was going to have to be a part of my life. And mm -hmm. I used, uh, about midlife, I used marathons kind of as a tool. I could run. It was something. I was never very good athletic, but I kind of got hooked on marathons. I ran 10 of those. And then I, you know, like always, I, I had a big accident or I had a, I, uh, had a big injury and okay. had to have surgery and that. So uh -huh. my marathon life was over. So um, I had to find something else. So I, I liked kind of cardio just to keep my weight down. Okay. Because, again, I wasn't never very athletic. I couldn't do basketball or traditional sports and weightlifting. So 
I got a bicycle and I would go and do my cardio that way. And then I started going right. to a gym. And, uh, and uh, I didn't know very, you know, leg day and stuff like that. So I ended up getting a trainer. Yep. And uh, the trainer was pretty good, but he started doing this stuff with me that uh, he would call it uh, warrior workouts. And right. so I go, uh, uh, he would do stuff like you would have to do cardio, like swinging a kettlebell or doing Bulgarian squits, split squats, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. And uh, God, it really challenged me and it really taxed me, you know, yeah. in jumping rope, which is stuff I'd ever done. I thought, you know, and uh, God, it always kind of scared me going in or what's next or whatever. But after I got done with it, I felt pretty good. Well, and I'm going, well, where are you, where are you pulling, where are you getting this crap at? Because it was nothing <laughs> like I ever saw before. And so, but uh, he says, oh, I'm pulling it off the web and it sounds familiar I, I'm getting like that. So, yeah. I said, okay, so it was going pretty good, and I was, I was feeling good, and I was um, and active, and then, and then just like Marathon, when you, when you do something like that, the other stuff about life, about eating, came into play, and I was feeling pretty good, and I, I felt, felt pretty good, and it was going, and then uh, this guy got fired. Okay. You know, and I think he was, uh, was, it it? was he got in some pissing match with, uh, with the owner. Yeah. And, she wasn't getting paid, or he wasn't getting paid, or he was yeah. he was booking his calls and something like that. And I said, God, uh, man, I don't want to get in the middle of this. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted to go on his own. But about that time, I I watched a deal on sixty minutes, and here's Greg Glassman on sixty minutes. Yeah. And I'm going, this is the same kind of stuff I'm doing. <laughs> you so, probably took it from that first website. Yeah. So I did website. This. Yeah. So this is uh, uh this is. Yeah. This is it. I said, I'm not going to go back to that guy or yeah. whatever like that. I, so I went into my first CrossFit, and uh, and just like everybody that does, it just blew me away. I mean, I just go, what the hell is this? And uh, I did the foundation course, and then uh, I was like, it, it's just like all, you know, it's just a great community, and they're great guys. It was a small town and whatever like that. It's Nebraska. It was in Nebraska, and okay. the guy... Uh, and just like, you know, I had the meathead mentality that you had to lift a lot of weights and had a guy come up to me and just, just leave your ego at the door mm -hmm. and, and just do it. And it was the same thing. I just, I just kind of fell in love with it. And it was, a, uh, uh, it was just, I said, this is, this is for me. And it was a sense of community uh -huh. and I just loved it. It was a sense of fellowship. And so, um, I said, this is it. So I did that and it's, it's just been a core of whatever. So. When I moved out to Vegas, I came, uh, yeah. first thing I did, I, I came over to... Uh, yeah, you came here. I came over to you guys. I just said, sign me up. I've done this or whatever like that. Yeah, you actually, I was I was heading to lunch. And yep, then you right. came in with your fancy little car. And I yeah. was like, who is this guy? I think, yeah. I think he's lost. I am lost. I was and lost. Then, and then you pulled out your credit card and then you were like, sign me up. And I was like, do you even know what this place yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know what yeah. this place is. Yeah. yeah, just sign me up. Month, just sign, sign me up for a month. Right. And but then I, I was like, yeah. this guy's interesting. I yeah. got to pick this guy's brain out. Um, and then, and then it was, it was, it was, it was history after that. It's great. Yeah, but, so. but like, but like here, it's just, it's just, uh, you just, you just get grounded and, and you just can't help but have a sense of fellowship. And that's what I like about it the most. You know, yeah. you just got to home because, I was out here. I came out here all by myself. I didn't have I didn't have any friends or anything. Yeah, I came out here, so it was it was good. I like it. I like being a part of it, and uh, and there's no doubt about it. You can't 
you can't do the things I want to do without right. being fit, and you can't do them without right. uh, CrossFit. Okay, yeah. so I want, I want to preface this next section. Okay, sure. You, you did come in, and, 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 and not a whole lot of people knew what you did in the past. Sure, yep. Um, so can you talk about kind of some of your job history, a little bit of your job history, and then, sure. and then, and then 2008, or 2008 hit? Sure. All that stuff started to happen. and um... I'll just back up. Like I, I grew up in a small town in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. My dad was the businessman. He kind of, and uh, uh, he was a successful businessman, but he was, uh, to discipline him and my brothers, he kept us busy at work. You right. Know? I mean, when there was a snowstorm or something like that, he would get up in the morning and yeah. say, Okay, you do. You shovel our driveway, and then you shovel each one of the neighbors' driveways oh my God. before you go to work. You know, <laughs> you know, he was like that. And then I'd come back, or I'd be out screwing around, and there'd be a bunch of. This was in the days where you, they had paper out, but the comics would come yes, on Saturday, yeah. and you had to put the comics in. Okay. And I'd come home, and there'd be all these comics in the garage, and he'd say, "And I said, what's all these comics? He says, That's your new paper out. You start tomorrow." So from the beginning, I always had a sense of, you know, you had to, you know, whatever you want to call it, you had to work or you had to enjoy work or you had to work, right. you know, to, to be a part yeah. of what you wanted. And that's, uh, you know, and he just beat that into me and my brother, you know, right. and okay. so I had a social security card when I was 10, <laughs> you know, and things yeah. like that, but I used it as fun. So, you know, I've. I worked for my first motorcycle, you know, mm-hmm. like that. And he would come home and say, you know, that's why you, that's why you work, so you can have nice things. Okay. And that really lit, that really lit me because okay. I, I enjoyed that and and I liked that. So I I had that sense. So that's how I grew up. You know, those are my values, or that's that's you know grounded in business and you know. Yeah. And so you did the whole route. You you went to college. Yeah, and then but then but that's the same thing, you know. I was like that. My, my dad never, you know, nobody, uh, my brother went to college, but nobody in my family went to college or whatever mm-hmm. like that. So you'll have, you got to go to college. I, I was a really, I was a really Selfish great reason. student or whatever like that. Yeah. But he said, you're going, so. Okay. He said, you're going, so you're going. So <laughs> okay. I never, you know, I really never quite, you know, I said, I, you know, I really didn't feel like I believed it. You're going. So he said, I'm going. So I guess I'm going. So okay. I went and, uh, I went to college and then uh, came back, and this was during a time where, when you came back, there weren't many jobs or stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, turning point, I, I came back, and it's a small town. And then uh, I did, you know, some of the fish out of water, so I, I you, you just took a job, you know. Yeah. Interest rates were like 9% for to get a house or whatever like that. Then it okay. went up to 17. Jesus. So... I was even lucky enough to, to get a house or yeah. to do stuff like that, no apartment. So get a house, worked for a fertilizer company, got married, you know, mm-hmm. traditional stuff, did everything, you know, I was expected to do. Yeah. Did that and um, worked there for uh, about 10 years, yeah. you know, nine years, just just to grind and stuff like that. It wasn't hard, but it was just, you know. Fertilizer company. Yeah, I did stuff, about. you know, worked in, and, uh, you know, it was an agricultural state, so. Okay. Did stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then uh, this place had a, a, a ESOP program. 
where okay. if you work five, you know, work so many years, then you get retirement. And then once you were in there 10 years, you got fully invested and you were invested in the company. I didn't even okay. think I was going to last there two weeks, but I ended up there like nine and a wow. half, 10 years. Okay. And then the financial crisis hit about 2008 and, mm -hmm. uh, I was fully invested, and then I had some, I had, and I took that money, Yeah. and uh, I'd always wanted to be in business with myself, my dad had been in business, and so about that time, I started, uh, I took the money that I had from this ESOP, working with that company, and then started my own business. It was a gas and convenience store business. This is the Bico. Yep, this is the Bico, station. yep, in the Midwest. Yes. And we were the first ones that have just credit card only, stand up only. Look at you. And, uh, um, in there. So I was a one-man gang. Mm -hmm. So I built this gas station. Okay. And then um, and then I, I always liked, when I worked, I always liked trucking and stuff like that. Yeah. So I would do that, and then I would haul my own gas at night. I would oh go my God. get this okay. truck, and then I'd fill up my stations at night. So okay. I did that, and then we eventually had that and uh, built that into four, four locations. Mm -hmm. And then eventually we put stores on. Okay. And then I put gas convenience stores. But at the beginning, I was just a one-man gang. Yeah. I had some help, you know, with accounting and stuff like that. But I'd start that. Okay, you grinded for grinded like that, and did that for uh, twenty years. Twenty years. Twenty years. Yep. Just forty-hour weeks. Yo, no, no. You never. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even go out of town. I didn't. We didn't have vacation for ten years. No okay. You know, and then I went to Hawaii. But I never. We didn't. You know, you didn't. You didn't go. I didn't go anywhere. I. I worked out of my house, but then I had that. And, so you worked forever. Yeah, worked forever like that. Yeah. All right. So we um, so we did that for twenty years. Yep, twenty years. Okay. Yep. And then uh, you eventually ended up selling it. Well, I actually, right. and everybody remembers. Of course, we're all dating now. We're on the coronavirus, but we're all at, and different aspects of our lives. But then two thousand eight hit, and. Uh, Things really started to turn around, you know, change, and because at 2000, and then after the crisis hit, stuff like that, I thought, you know, I could make this through, but it just got, it just got really painful. It got to where we were small companies couldn't get loans anymore. They were only giving money to big companies and stuff like that, and so it, it got real bad, and so it got, got to be like, um, you know, it was hard, so. After a couple of years of that, I, I knew that coming down the road that I'd have to sell my business. You know, I'd okay. have to I'd have to do that, and that was a real hard pill to swallow. So, mm -hmm. a couple of things like that came into fruition where um, I lost my father, which was a big. We weren't really close, but he was a big influence on my life. It was how I was raised and stuff yeah. like that. And then I, then I came to the point where I had to sell my business. I had to sell it to a competitor, stuff right. like that. And I came down to the fact that, you know, through a lot of uh, uh, thinking like that, that, you know what, this is, this is epiphany. I've been, I've been doing all this stuff all my life. I've been doing stuff for everybody else mm -hmm. but me. Right. I call it like where I got zeroed out. Yeah. I mean, I like, I lost my dad, I lost my business, yeah. and I lost my marriage. Right. And I was just like, you know, what am I, you know, boom. I just hit, I just hit ground zero. Yeah. So I did, uh, uh, I took that and just, I just said, this is what's happened. I got to, 
I got to turn it around. And I'm going to start from now on. I'm not going to do. I'm I'm going to do stuff that I want to do. I'm going to do stuff for me. You yeah. know, that's that's focused on me. I, for all my life, I've been doing things for. Not for everybody. I had a good life, yeah. you know, like that. But and when I made that decision, and when I did that, mm-hmm. my life totally changed. It really, it honestly, really did. And I really started having fun, and I really started having freedom, uh-huh. and I really started, you know, I really, from that point on, I made myself my own mental point of origin. Okay. Not, not somebody else. Not my business, not yeah. my um, marriage, not somebody else, not my friend. I made myself my own person. What is best for me? What do I want to do? And how can I how can I best achieve that? So when I did that, that that's when things really started to change. And then I uh, I like motorcycles, stuff like that, and I've been out here to Vegas and I, when I came out here to ride, I'd come out of the ride and I'd go back and I said, you know what? I could do this. I, I could actually do this. Mm-hmm. I could use the tools. I could use the skill set I've had. I had CrossFit. I knew how to drive a truck. I knew how to ride a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. You know, I could get a job like that. I can live. I don't have to have I, the things I thought I had to have, a big house. I had yeah. to have all that. I don't have to have that. Yeah. I have to have the things I like. Right. And once I started doing that, things really started changing for me. And it's really, it's been a really big kick. I mean, the last four years of my life have just been a scream. Yeah. And the other part, going through something like that, you just really realize you don't have to be afraid of anything. Life just opens up yeah. and, and it's just yours. You can just, you can't per se do what you want, but you, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of coronavirus. You don't have to be afraid of the economic deal. Yeah. You don't have to be afraid, you know, am I going to, what about old age? What about this? Yeah. You're going to be able to use the tools or use the skill sets you had and leverage those to work for you, to make life actually work for you. And, uh, it, it's a big kick. Yeah, it's a really big kick. Okay. And it's a really big kick to have CrossFit as part of that because I make CrossFit work for me. Right. Yeah. So that's where we get to the next point. That's the okay, next sure. point is um, how are you leveraging fitness to do what Byron needs to do. Well, so. it, it's just simple. You, it, you could just, even this virus, here, you just have to go out to an airport or go out to a buffet or something like that and look at people and even compare yourself to your age. There's people that can't walk across the parking lot right. that are my age. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can do that. Right. And then the also part about it, the kick that I do, I'm this age, I get to be with younger people or I get to be yeah. with people that, <laughs> that like life yeah. and that aren't going around with a walker and tennis balls underneath them. Right. So I can use CrossFit to leverage the things I want to do because I can't do, I couldn't do half the things I've done without CrossFit, without being in shape. They're just, in a, and I prove that to myself because when I went on this journey to South America, I was without CrossFit for a month and I just, I'm, I'm dead. I mean, I, I can't go anymore. I gotta have it. I gotta have my, I gotta energy. You gotta have the sense of community. You gotta, you gotta have that sense of connection to do that. Right. Because a lot of my people get out. They go to green. You know, they get retired to shady acres, and they don't have anybody. Right. But without being fit, you only got one health, dude. I mean, you got. (laughs) I mean, and a lot of times you can't come back. You know, but you only have one health. Okay. And without. Without being in shape or without that, 
you know, you're, you're just kidding yourself. And you don't have to go very far to see the examples like that. But, like that. but without having a you or a James or Corey or somebody at least yelling at you, <laughs> you ain't going to be able to do the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have, there's, there's, what is there? There's three things that you you could have. You got to have, you got to have money, you got to have energy, and you got to have time. Right. So let's go with the other thing, three things again. Money, energy, and time. A lot of people don't have all three. Right. I got all three a little bit. Right. I got time. Yeah. I got money. Right. And I got energy. So yeah. the energy I get from CrossFit. But you look at everybody else, or you look at even my friends or your friends. Okay, let's go to South America. Oh, I got the time. Yeah. Or I got the money. Yeah. Or else half the people, they couldn't even get out the damn door. Yeah. Well, you got to have the energy. Well, your energy when you're young, but you don't have the money or you don't have the time. Right. But right now, after I made that deal, I got all three. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, you got to show, I do. Don't get evil of it, but you got to show a lot of gratitude for that. Okay. And I hope I do. Yeah. And I hope that's what one thing that saved me, that I hope I have a lot of gratitude because I'm, okay, I'll use the word lucky, but I'm lucky enough to have energy, to have time, to have money. Right. I don't have a bunch of all of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm not Warren Buffett yeah. or I'm not the big CrossFit guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have, I don't have tons of time. Yeah. But I got a little bit of all three, and I'll let, and that's how I leverage my life like that. That's probably beautiful. Like it that. is good. It's really, it's really kind of cool. Yep. So I want to talk about so those three big things. Yep. Right. Um, time, money, yeah. energy. Yeah. Time, money, sure. energy. Yep. And you previously, you previously talked about kind of some some three things that you do. Okay. That allow you to to get all of that. Sure. Right. Um, and I think. I think there's a huge disconnect that people think that they can't get those things. Sure. And it's and, and yeah, it's not. And, and there's there's two different. Types Took me of people, sixty right? years. Took so. me sixty years. Right? <laughs> so I realized, you know, but but, but there's think, some people that are twenty that got it, you know, like that. Yeah. So can you share those three things that you, you just previously discussed as far as uh, um, how you got to balance all those three things, right? Okay, uh, if you want to talk about money, when I was, uh, I was, I started, uh, I, well, the, the 08 financial crisis, uh, that came about, I, I put some, uh, uh, I had started in the IRA then, yeah, and uh, I wasn't much, and then we talked about this ESOP, I had that, the market has crashed, I had some money, Right. You know, like that. Uh, I threw it. I, I invested. Made some. And then I, I learned some lessons that uh, would help me that, you know, I got burnt. I did some. I did some really dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> that, and I always say, I knew enough to be dangerous. <laughs> right. And so I made some. I made some stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. Or I made some mistakes that just like, you know what? I don't have any. I don't have any business doing yeah. this. So yeah. I just, I put it over to, I was lucky enough, or I, I put it over to professional. Okay. Like that. And then I, I left it, I left it alone. Right. And, and those are other things that I've learned too, that when I, when I invested or when I did like that, it yeah. wasn't much, but I had it beat into me and I had it beat into me from my dad. 
you know, that you'll want money. And he always said, don't depend on the government to give you anything. Don't, and yeah. don't depend on the government to give you, solve your problems. Right. Okay. And that really struck a nerve with me. Okay. So, you yeah. know, oh, you, you work, you know, so you're 65, you'll be okay and shit like that. Yeah. So I put that money away and I would just, and, uh, it, even now it just blows me away how much is, much is in there. I, yeah. I, I made some mistakes early, and I guess I'm glad I was that I made them early. Yeah. But I I turned it over to a professional, yeah. and he'd gotten me through the oil crisis, 08, yeah. uh, .com, and, uh, and 87, because I started 87, and so that just, and that was what I called my no touchies. Right. And I almost touched them, <laughs> but my, my brother came in and saved me, because yeah. when I was going to sell my business, I was going to touch that shit. Yeah. And he yeah. came in and read me the riot act. So I was yeah. lucky enough to have somebody, but I almost touched it, but I didn't. But that's, that's been, that was saving. Then I realized, you know what? I don't have it as bad as, you know, I'm at this age. Now I got this. Yeah. And it's not to where I can go out and do that, but I can still go out and I can get a part-time job and still... Yeah. Go out and screw around and do the things I want to do. <laughs> go to Australia, go to China, go to South America on a motorcycle. But I can still do that. So you experienced this hard time in 2008. Yes. You, would you think you'd be you're a little bit more prepared for this? But that's what all crises are about. I went. Yeah. I've been. There was an oil crisis. I had a car. I went through an oil crisis and God, I thought, oh shit, we, we got to drive 55. I like yeah. cars. Yeah. <laughs> the world's coming to an end, <laughs> you know. Okay. And gas. But it made. Uh, yeah. But you do. And then I went through '87 and. Yeah. People were slitting their wrists, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And I went through the, you know, and then, and then the dot com crisis or whatever, like, oh, we're going to get screwed, you know, we're going to do yeah. that. And then I went through 08, and that, and uh, that was, you know, I never, you know, you never think like that. So when something like the coronavirus comes, yeah. you know, and it always get back to, you know, my dad, you know, don't expect the governance. You know, you got to, you got to take, you got to take some ownership, though, too. But, Right. That's where the money thing, you know, came in for me because I, I did that. I, I've, admittedly, I did some, I did some stupid shit. I did some, you know, I, yeah. but I, I guess when I did that, I realized, you know what, I, I can't. Yeah. I did that, but I, but I learned some, I learned like that, and then I learned that, you know, I have got no business, you know, follow. I, I can't. My skill set. I so I turned that over to that. So. That's where the that's where the money money part came in for me. Okay. So invest but, invest the sixty years of working for you. So you yeah, I didn't I didn't do that, but I had the hopes that my business and it kind of did in a way. But my business was lucky that I lost the business part of it, but I still had the real estate. But that came out oh, to wow. be that worked out pretty good, and then I put that money into the market, and that came out good, and so yeah. it came out good for me, you know, you yeah. know, like that. But I still had the back of my mind, but I still worked and I still had a work ethic. Yeah. You know, I still had that to fall back on. I could still, I still drive truck. That's what I, when I came out here to FedEx. Yeah. I don't sort of swallow my pride, but I could still do that. Mm -hmm. You know, if everything went to shit, I could still go, I could still do that. You still, yeah. You I still had a plan that if everything went to shit, I could still do that. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's how I live my life now. You right. Know, I, I can see that. So that's where, uh, that's how the that's how the money part and that came out for you, but believe me, everybody's different. Every everybody's everybody's going to have a have a different deal. 
You know, you could say I was lucky or whatever like that, but I never, you know, didn't. But I knew as far as investing, I knew I didn't have the brains for it. I knew, but I was in Nebraska. We had Warren Buffett, but I had all this. But but I knew that, you know, I would always invest in in, um, America. Right. We're always going to be on top. You know, we're always going to do that. You know, stuff like that. But uh, that that worked out for me. After everything went up, I still had that nest egg. I still had that. How cool is so, that? So that worked out pretty good. Okay, so we have so, so we got the we had uh, we got the money part. You got the money yeah. part. But so see, I'm not. Yeah. But there's no way I'm not the you know. I'm, there's no way I'm not. No. But I'm not the richest guy, and I I live a little yeah. for now. I have nice, but I, I live compared to some other. But I live frugal. I used to have a big house, stuff like yeah. that. I don't need that. But I, you know, like that. So yeah. I, I, I can live a lot simpler life. Yeah. I don't have to, you know, but I leverage that out and yeah. buy toys and have fun. So it, it's how you do that. But, yeah. But uh, okay. I don't care to keep up with the Joneses because the Joneses are broke. <laughs> They're living paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> right. No. So yeah. like that. But, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, there's no way, I'm, I'm not rich, but I got money to, that, that I could, if the coronavirus hits, I'm cool. You know, right. I, I can I can sit it out or stuff like that. I think that's yeah. So and that's and that drink and actually what that brings is just a huge peace of mind. You know, yeah, when my head hits the pillow at night, you know, like that. I don't. I don't but I still got the but I still got the deal that I can go to work for FedEx, help them out, get a paycheck. Yeah. And and be creative that way. So it's like you're getting two incomes. You're getting a yeah income different income streams. Yeah. And I think that's important too. I think yeah. you should have. You should have multiple income streams. Right. If it's a rental apartment, or if it's a, if it's a stock market, yeah. or doing like that, or owning a gym, or having a couple of gyms, or yeah. being able to do that, yeah. uh, it's hard at first. Yeah, if you're young and stuff like that. But yeah, you should have. I like to say, um, I make money while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. So always have yeah. have a deal where you're making money while you're sleeping. Yeah. So when I'm sleeping, I'm making money. Oh yeah. I wish I would have known that yep. 20 years ago. So do I. And I do too, but there's yeah. no sense of doing that. Yeah. You might have. <laughs> that, that's just uh, no sense of learning that. But, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, there's, and then there's no sense of living life. I wish I would have done that. But, well, yeah. you're here. You know, exactly. I wish I'd known a lot of other things like that. I think that's part of life. That's what makes life cool. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about your life. So we've, so you had that, and I think you've kind of been, using exercise throughout your life but just in different formats well i knew i i, I, I was never an athlete i i go baseball tryouts <laughs> that's when that's when not every you didn't get a trophy you just you, you weren't on the team <laughs> you left i didn't have any coordination you know okay. so that's why i used but uh, that's why i had i knew so that's why i use running so you don't have to you know i didn't have to use any other skill sets i didn't have to use my hands or coordination okay. so that's why I picked running and stuff like that. But I kind of, you know, and yeah, and I got a, I got a high off that. I got the runner's high off that. I kind of okay. got it, got it like that. And it was a sense of accomplishment. So you run a, you run a marathon. Yeah, I can remember the first day I, I was at a meeting or I used to run around the block. You know, I don't know, it's a big block, and then I had a timer, and, mm-hmm. and this guy says, "Oh shit, you." Uh, you runner? I said, no, I stumble around the block. He said, you should run a marathon. I said, fuck, there's no way I can run a marathon. So he said, yeah, you can. So yeah. and the guy, this guy thinks I can. I can. So I right. tried it. 
and I kind of fell in love with it, you know, like that. But it it's a, uh, and I realize now it's not. Don't be doing that stuff. I mean, that's that's not the way to get. You don't get fit. You, that just means you can grind it out. <laughs> but that don't. There's a lot of. <laughs> you don't. You don't get fit like that. But yeah. So, but uh, it was it was fun, and I they can't take it away from me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but don't be doing that shit. <laughs> don't be running. <laughs> it's yeah, not no, good. I, I, I it's not good. Movie, so yeah. So. Um, so let's talk about your those 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 takeaways, right? That you that you wanted to share with, with the people that you care about. Well, um, well, I, I just some, you know, and everybody. That, well, how do you get motivated? How do you stuff like? But, but there is no motivation. You you either want a better life or you don't. Okay. You either want. You you either say you're going to get something or or, or you don't. There, there's a, just a huge difference. Everybody. Everybody wants a nice girl. Everybody wants a nice home. Everybody wants a nice family. Everybody wants, you know, abs or yeah. to look hot or to or to go to. Everybody wants to go, but you have to make it. There's just a huge difference between wanting and deciding. Okay. You know, I I want this or I decide this. Right. I decided I'm going to go to Vegas. So yeah. Yeah. You just go. Yeah. You just go. The big question is one. Everybody wants. You can sit and want all the all the fuck you want, but no. But once you decide, you'll get it. That that was that's the biggest thing to me. I'm I just go get it. I you know I I want a CrossFit gym. Well, okay. Then they, oh well, I'd like to have a CrossFit gym. Well, or I you know I'd like to have a Porsche or I'd like to do this. But if you just decide, that's 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 the big thing. And, and once you do that, you know I, you just regain your freedom. You just, yeah. you know, everything else is, you know, whatever. It's just him. And, and the other part, you know, if you want success, just how, just find out how much it is and then pay for it. Yeah. Just pay for it. That, that's the biggest takeaway I can get. Yeah. You want success? Okay. Okay, what's it mean? You want, okay, I want to, well, if that means you got to do, 20 burpees and you know, you know do the you know do the whole crossfit thing or work out yeah. like that to be successful like that. that's what you're gonna you're gonna have to pay for it you're gonna have to do you like want, that you want to get some pay ads, the price you gotta pay yeah you want success pay the price you okay. know what and, and and the other part and i know i say this and it sounds trite mm-hmm. and this gets back to this i i i want to uh I just want to reiterate, so because I'm so thankful to be around people that are younger than me. It makes you, it gives you energy, it makes you feel younger. But um, life is too short to to live like everyone else, you right? Know? You know, don't you know to live like the Joneses? You know, right. take risks, do hard things, be unapologetic. You know, you want to do things, do them. Right. You know, do them. Don't and do them for you. Don't you know? And I get it. You want to provide. You want a family. Okay, and I I think that's. And that, that that's admirable, right? But you, you you want to really make yourself your own mental point of origin, and 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 if you do that, you know, I really think, you, in my experience, life will really blossom for you. You know, it really yeah. really comes up. So I tell my coaches, take care of yourself first. You can't. You go. It, it it's that simple, Royce. Yeah. You get on an airplane. Yeah. They don't tell you when that oxygen mask comes down. They say put it on yourself. Yeah. You know, put it on yourself first. Exactly. When you you can't help anybody else unless you take care of yourself. Right. You take care of yourself first. If you're fit, 
Yeah. If you got time, if you got money, whatever like that, then you can help somebody else. But you gotta, yeah. you gotta take, you gotta make, you make yourself your own. You, you take care of yourself first, then you can. You know. Yeah. It, I think it's, I think it's huge. I think yeah, yep. and I think it's rare too that people even put themselves first. Yep. Thinking, and it's not a big egotistical thing, right? You know, you know things like that. But you've yeah. got to make uh, when you make yourself your own mental origin and do like that. I think that's that's when you can actually really help other people. That's when you can be in a position to help other people. You know, like that to do things for other people to show them. You know, like that. I like that. Man. Yep, I love. We're gonna end with that. Okay, that's what, cool. Yeah, what I like that. That that end quote was uh, exactly the takeaway I want. Well, I'm happy. I'm glad to be here. Jeez, uh, we can do another episode sometime. Well, we'll have to. Yep, we can yeah. feedback. So, thanks, um, buddy. Yeah. Okay, love it so much.